Welcome to Indie Music Podcast, episode 336, Pedal Loop Switchers and Pedals. This morning, Matt and I get together and talk about pedal loopers and pedals as well. I just finished a three-year project on a pedal board build. It's just been something I've had going on in the background. And uh, it includes a programmable loop switcher. And I thought it'd be cool to talk about that and also pedals and uh, how the uh, loop switcher has uh, introduce uh, more creativity and because of flexibility of routing and just coming up with different sounds. It's a lot of fun. Enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to the Indie Music Podcast, the podcast for independent musicians and other audio professionals. We're your hosts. I'm Matt Denton, also known as Mojo of Ragged Birds Music. I'm a Bay Area mix engineer and recording artist. And Douglas Reynolds of Resonance Mastering, a mastering engineer in Bloomington, Illinois. Good morning, Doug. Hey, good morning. How's it going? Good, good. Um, everyone who's watching this video may think that I've got like this filter on, but actually, you know, I was outside in the sun at a gig all day yesterday. I was going to ask, <laughs> you look a little uh, pink. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a nice day. I didn't even think about sunburn oh. yesterday. <laughs> it was beautiful out and cool and windy, you know, but uh, yeah. yeah, I was in the, in the sun for uh you know, almost eight hours. Oh my goodness. So I would look much worse than that. Usually it's the cloudy days where people go, Oh, I don't need sunscreen. It's cloudy. And, yeah. And then the UV rays <laughs> just pummel you. And then you're like, how did I get sunburned? It was overcast, but, uh, <laughs> it makes my, uh, <laughs> my mustache and beard stick out more. <laughs> Do you feel that, uh, that crispy <laughs> chicken skin <laughs> oh, thing going on? <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I've got like convection heat going on just, you know, inside thermal. Yeah thing going on <laughs> that is weird too when your like skin feels like it's radiating heat yeah i mean i got home last evening and i was like oh man and, I, and my hands are uh because i had my hands on the board mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and the back side of my hands are like uh -oh. are, are crispy too oh wow um, <laughs> yeah, anyway first sunburn of the year <laughs> In, it's almost fall it's almost november yeah <laughs> <laughs> trying to squeeze that last one in yeah How'd the gig go? Uh, gig went great. Yeah, good. Outdoor, had about, uh, it was a, uh, uh, a bike and classic car show. Oh, cool. And it was, it was really cool. There was like 300 uh, guests there. Oh, wow. Um, and yeah, it went really well. Got compliments on the sound from the crowd and uh, uh, the band the performance was excellent. Nice. So, um, yeah, it was really good. Hopefully they'll have us back next year. They expect it to be bigger. Oh, very so. cool. I always like those car shows. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm not a I'm not a big aficionado, but I sure love them when I see them. When I when I yeah. have a chance, I do go to those things and check out the old cars. The highlight was at the end of the of the day, though. There was a guy. Um, he had like this. Uh, um, well, it was it was a really nice looking like uh, what, what's that? Uh, like a Mazda RX seven. Okay. Um, but completely done up for the racetrack. I mean, it, it was like, like super nice. Yeah. And, and so he got a bit crazy, got out in the road and started doing night riders and, you know, and launching out of the circle and stuff, you oh, know, wow. in the middle of the road. And then he, he launched out of the, he did two of them and then he launched out of that and went about a hundred yards and like shifted into second and, uh, lost control and ran right into a, um, um, a, a big telephone pole. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like right off the road. It, it was just like kind of surreal just standing there, you know, it's like kind of 
watching it going, hey, that's pretty cool. Oh, that's not good. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, that's terrible. And thankfully, he went that direction because if he would have lost control and come the other, he would have taken out about 30 Harley Davidsons. Oh, so that would have been. Uh, yeah, there were uh, there really were bad. biker clubs there from all over the state. So, wow. Would have not, not been a good <laughs> thing. <laughs> would have been a bad scene. <laughs> Bit of a bad scene. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So exciting Saturday for me, I guess. Uh, or, uh, Yes, yeah, Saturday. Saturday. What day is it? Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're recording on Sunday this week. We're recording so. on Sunday this week. We're still having coffee though, so there's just a little bit of, uh, you know, semblance of 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 order here. Yeah. So I believe this week we're talking about pedal boards. Is that right? You had some stuff you wanted to talk about. I kind of wanted to because I had this three year pedal board project that I just sort of wrapped up. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> well, tell us about it. <laughs> well, what what I think is really. It, so, you know, it's my baby. So I think it's beautiful. You know, it, you know, there's lots of different boards out there and, and, and great. And I really didn't want to get into effects uh, in particular. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not really what I think is cool. What I want to talk about is uh, is pedal loopers or switchers. Oh, okay. And um, and just because that has kind of blown my mind. And so one of the first things I uh, well, after I bought my road, my uh, my road case. Mm-hmm. Which I, so I, I bought a standard road case. It's like thirty two inches wide and by twenty four or whatever, and uh, and I decided that that was gonna what I was gonna create my pedal board platform from. Okay, and uh, th- that way I had an, a, a nice lid I could put on it. I could I could move it around if I needed to. Um, yeah, I could, you know, if I uh, um, for whatever reason, if I was gigging or something, or uh, or just moving, or just wanted to cover it up, I've got a I've got a nice lid for it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second thing I got was um, a Boss ES8, uh, uh, called a looper or a uh, pedal switcher. Okay. And um, and I didn't really realize. I, I mean, I had an idea, but not until I really got into programming it, just how cool this type of thing is. And mm. there's other ones out there, you know. Um, and I, and I, I don't really know much about them. I really I, I only know about the one I own. Um, and you know, this isn't sponsored by boss or anything, by the way, <laughs> it happens to be the one that I bought myself with my own money. Um, and, uh, um, and I, and, you know, got it about three years ago. Um, and I've used it a little bit, but not to the extent of where I am now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, cause I have a full array of, of pedals now into it. It has, um, eight loops and it's, you got to understand when I say loops, I, it has different meanings. Sure. <laughs> so in, in this case, each loop has uh, an associated button. So I've got eight buttons um, available to me to select. You know, if, if I were in a, like a manual mode, I could select um, just like I would on the pedal. Mm-hmm. I could select a button on the on the ES8 switcher and turn pedals on and off. Okay. So the pedals themselves are always on when I turn, you know, so I turn the power onto the pedal board and the pedals are always on. So they're always ready to go, but they are either in or out of the signal flow based I on see. the switch selection. Okay. So, you know, I can set up wh- whatever uh, I want. And in manual mode, it's going to be in whatever order the pedals are, just like you would if you had a duffel bag of pedals and put them on the floor. Yeah. You know, in whatever order you have them in. So this um, is the, like the effects loop on an amplifier that goes out and comes back, except it's multiple times and on a and on a board, right? Kind of sort yeah. of. Yeah. 
And the, well, yeah. And, and then the thing is, is though, I'm, uh, you can do that plus the effects loop on your board. So you've got like sub loops mm. of your effects, which then go into, if you would like, you don't have to. Um, you could take everything and go directly into the uh, um, into the front of the app, and and really that what that does, it, you know, that that thought in, uh, brings out the beauty of of a pedal switcher in that you have um, an amazing amount of routing opportunities. Mm, I see. So, so just because I have pedal one and two and three and four doesn't mean that those pedals have to be in that order. Um, in the switcher, I can. Uh, I can program it to put those pedals in any order I want. Okay. And so if I if I take it to um, uh, out of manual mode and put it into, you know, program mode, mm-hmm. um, then I can say I want, uh, um, you know, I want pedal one to actually come after pedal four. And, and I can rearrange the order. So so each loop of, of, of on the switcher mm-hmm. goes to a send and return of one pedal. Okay. Or you can chain pedals if you want to. You know. So so you could have two pedals on one loop if they're always going to be on together. Right. You know? Right. Um, so you could certainly do that too. And then in in the program, then you can you can go in and then adjust the order of those pedals. And then um, you can also do the four cable method, which is what I'm doing. So I've got. Uh, a send and return going out to the effects loop on my amplifier. Okay. okay. And so then I have an input and I have a, a it's called a volume loop on there because if you're not using the four cable method, you can use it for a volume controller, um, you know, or like a volume pedal. Mm-hmm. But in this case, uh, um, you can do it differently and you use the volume loop um, to facilitate uh, uh, routing to your amplifier effects loop. And uh, to be honest, you could use any loop on it. You could program it to be the 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 point where it goes out to your um, uh, your effects loop on your amp. It's, I mean, anything can be anything on it, you know. But the convention is just use the volume loop, um, right? And the way I run my volume pedal is I just uh, I run the input into the pedal board and then I go from there to the volume pedal and then out. And so the volume pedal is just in front of everything, you know. Yeah, it, that makes sense to uh, me. Yeah. Um, so so I have an input which is I and I have a, a volume loop which is V. And then if I move the volume loop, like uh, if I if I move the volume loop over in the order, anything that comes before it will go into the effects loop. Okay. Um, and anything, uh, you know, with the I or the input goes into the front of the amp. So in that way, uh, in programming on, on the uh, switcher, uh, I have the ability to route where I want things to go. I have a little um, patch bay um, on my pedal board. And so <laughs> I've got my inputs. Um, I can run... Uh, uh, stereo out because uh, the the switcher that I have has uh, uh, well it has two guitar inputs so you can simply switch guitars oh. and you know so if you were on stage and you had two guitars you wouldn't have to plug one in you know you could just grab the other one already plugged in oh that's cool and and uh, and start playing you know um, and it has uh, uh, two uh, uh, outputs so you could run in stereo or you could switch amps you know so if you had a guitar amp combo and you wanted to switch two. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so you can switch back and forth, uh, that way, um, and have it all programmed. So you'd only have to, 
press one button to do that. Um, you know, so, you know, if I stepped on uh, loop two, I want this set of effects and I want to have this routing and I'm going to use this guitar input and I'm going to use this amp output. And it has MIDI um, uh, programming as well. So any oh, MIDI wow. pedals that I have uh, can be programmed on that one button stomp. So, I, you know, for me, I, I, I step on a button and uh, it changes my, uh, my MIDI reverb uh, uh, patch. Okay. And it also changes my delay patch. And then I can, I haven't got it set up yet. I, I need to run an out because the back of my Marshall actually has a MIDI input on it that I can use for changing the channels on the amplifier. Okay, yeah. And so with a button press, uh, you know, I step on, um, I can have all my effects routing and everything uh, happen immediately with MIDI updates and channel switching on my amplifier, wow. you know, yeah. and have everything routed. So it's like so powerful. <laughs> it's almost too powerful. And And I will tell you the, the curve has been steep. <laughs> three years, um, it sounds like it. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't spend three years oh, okay. uh, learning how to program it. it just, that was like building the board and, <laughs> uh, you know, all the custom, every wire on it, it's a custom-made wire. Mm -hmm. um, you know, all the uh, uh, the tightrope uh, cable connectors and all, all the, you know, figuring out the layout. Where do I want the pedals? It doesn't really matter, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this, um, no, because you can put them anywhere, but just to to fit everything in the way that you want it to. And yeah. things things that you want to be able to see. I've got a, a hinged here and I've got uh, five or six pedals underneath that. So you, I don't even see those because they're covered by a lid. Um but I don't. I don't have to. They don't have any display on them. But like my delay and, and reverb have information on their LED screens. Oh, um, okay. But I might want to be able to see. I have a tuner, I was so that's say, a the tuner. Obviously, you'd want to see the output. Sure. Yeah, and I have like a ditto um, um, looper. Okay, so um, <laughs> different, which is a word. different <laughs> <laughs> type of looper. But that's you know, so you can lay down some rhythm tracks and then jam. Uh, you know, on those, you can, uh, you know, you can, it, it's a nice practice aid and it's a nice composition aid. So if you're, if you're working on um, uh, getting down some chord changes and things like that, uh, you know, then you, when you finally get something you think you like, you can uh, lay those changes into uh, uh, and record them on the looper mm -hmm. um, in, in real time. And then you can kind of work on the melody, you know, over the sure. top. And I like that. It's a good composition tool. And that one is at the end of my chain uh, after the effects, because after the effects return, both the uh, both the front input of the amp and the um, and the effects uh, return come back mixed, and so I get whatever sound that I was going, you know, that I was playing that I'm hearing uh, comes back mixed into the looper, which is important because you want the looper to record what it is that right, the right. sound that you're getting, you know, but. Yeah. Anyway, I know that was like a really like, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not exactly sure where to go with it, but I wondered if you have any questions about, um, you know, how that kind of works, you know, or if there's something cool there that uh, deserves maybe a little bit more discussion or something. <laughs> um, well, without having seen it or, or seen a demonstration of it or knowing that much about it, I can only, you know, I only know what you just told me, so. Um, it like, just, it just like sounds, what, what kind of, what kind, what kind of problems do you, you know, it, it, well, they may not be like problems, you know, but, um, you know, things that you're like, man, I wish I could like do this, this, and this, uh, because in this song, I'd like to switch 
you yeah, know, I at mean, some point like and changing good... pedals and I'm, and I'm doing a freaking tap dance, you know, trying to make it all happen, you know? Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it's a good way to do scenes or whatever. Like, okay, I want to, yeah. uh, I want to, you know, do this for this song and this completely different scene for this song. And then maybe oh, switch yeah. it up for the chorus and the. Yeah. Know. Let's say, um, let's say you had a, uh, a set of, um, you know, uh, a, s- a set of whatever, 10 songs mm-hmm. that you're going to do. And you've got like six different, um, uh, uh configurations setups. of pedal yeah. configurations and, and, and amp configurations that, that you'd like to do. So you could set up like a, a bank. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember. I think there's 128 banks. Oof. Um, so you can set up a bank. So if you're on bank one, this could be, uh, Song one be on uh, like the first button. So bank one would be like um, your first song. Um, and then uh, then the first song, uh, button one could be, uh, you know, intro, chorus. Button two would be chorus. Button three could be verse. You could go back to button two for chorus. Uh, go to button four for bridge. You know, if you had all these changes, you could organize it that way. Next song, bank two, and you have it all organized for that song. Next song, bank three, and then you're organized. So you could set up an entire performance, mm-hmm. you know, uh, by the song for every configuration that you possibly use, you know, for uh, for the different parts of a song. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, you could really do as much as you want into it. Uh, you know, I... I spent a, a a day in documentation and fiddling around. Um, there is software for the one that I use, um, and uh, had to buy a a, a MIDI um, uh, connector for a USB connector for for my uh, MacBook, mm. so I could connect to the ES8. The ES8's got uh, MIDI in and out on it, and then um, and then I've got a uh, an editor for all of the configuration that you could do on the ES8. And I also, uh, uh, my reverb and my delay, um, I'm also uh, have editor on, on my MacBook that I can go in and, and uh, program it there. It's a little bit easier than going through all the menu buttons on the, on oh, the pedal itself, you know? Yeah. Um, well, it's nice and then you, that you can do it. That and if you've got something that's close, you can like copy and paste it to another patch and then modify you know, the other one, if there was only a couple things that were different or something like that. So mm-hmm. it, it's pretty nice. And then you can uh, send it out and it updates your pedals. And, um, but, uh, it's also a backup. So if you had like, Oh yeah. Things go bad. Um, you can power that all up and then, uh, connect it and, and restore all your settings from your computer, which is really cool too. Cause you know, I, I had, uh, like three days of setup just in one, you know, in one bank, uh, a lot of that time was like, I'm not, you know, it was working on sound on working on tone. Um, and so, you know, you just do it as, you know, you build it up as, as you, uh, do it. You know, if you know what your, uh, what settings your pedals are going to be on, but right. you know, for me, I was like tweaking individual pedal settings and trying to get, uh, sounds that I like and, and, and really put it together, you know? Um, like my delay pedal, I've got a delay on it right now that has, um, well, my delay can do up to 16 different simultaneous delays mixed together at one time. Um, and, uh, so, but I I had a configuration of eight delays with, uh, uh, all different, uh, 
uh, like millisecond settings, it makes a, you know, it, it's, you get kind of a chorus effect out of it in, sure, in a sure. way. Um, and uh, um, in different modulation, since I have so many, you know, like I could have, uh, you can you can have different modulation on different delays by having um, multiple patches because my delay is able to run um, two different delay patches at the same time, which is really cool. So you could you could have one set of delays set up with one modulation and another set of delays set up with another modulation, um, and then get those mixed together. And you know, so the uh, the creative opportunities are kind of endless. You know, when you get that many options and it can be a option overload too, you know, but yeah, uh, it sounds like, yeah. Anyway, that's, a uh, um, kind of what I wanted to talk about, I, you know, cause it was just like, it was, I just thought it was really neat. And if you're, um, um, you know, if you're into technology and, and, and that marrying of, of technology and music together, um, then this is, this is just makes things so flexible to, um, you know, to create your sounds and, and organize them and then make them easy to, to recall, you know? And, uh, um, so anyway, I just thought that was really cool. So this pedal that you're talking about, is it like a board switcher? I mean, how much bigger is it than your pedal board or, or how does that all work together? Oh gosh, it's, um, oh, I mean, in physical dimensions, I would say it's, uh, it's about, oh, 18 or 20 inches in length oh, okay. and, and maybe six inches in depth. Okay. And, uh, um, it's a, it's a couple inches, um, at least maybe, maybe three inches tall in the back and a couple inches tall on the front and slopes. Um, so it's essentially a bank of buttons. Yeah. So it's basically a bank of programmable buttons and, uh, it's got, uh, you know, it's got, an, it's got your banks of programmable buttons and, uh, or, I should say rows. It's got two rows. And uh, so it's got uh, uh, six buttons and that's it across the bottom. And then it has an LED screen um, uh, control buttons for navigating the um, programming menus. And uh, then it's got a couple more buttons, one for the volume loop and another one for the, um, uh, oh yeah, I guess it's got more than that. So it's, it's got a mute button. So you can just step on it and mute. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, and it's got a uh, uh, a couple more uh, channels up at the top, um, seven and eight. So it, it's it, it, when you look down at it, it's 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 pretty simple. I mean, you just simply have buttons to step on. You know, um, it's just a matter of each button has almost infinite possibilities of programming what you want on it. You know, so. The other thing that was really cool and I did some experimentation with is I have the ability, like, uh, let's say I have uh, um, that reverb and delay is in a loop and uh, going out to, you know, routed to my uh, um, effects loop. And um, I can run, I can run the reverb into the delay. And hey, Alexa. Stop. <laughs> I don't remember saying her name, but I guess I did. Um, that is so funny. <laughs> it does happen sometimes with, uh, I'm not going to say the name, but my, yeah. phone, my phone does that sometimes. I'm like, I don't remember saying that. <laughs> then let's see. Oh, shoot. Where was I? <laughs> I don't know. 
Oh, uh, so I can I can run the reverb into the delay. Uh, obviously, as I said, I could I could switch them and, and uh, run the delay into the reverb if I wanted. But uh, and I experimented going in different directions with it. What, what I can also do is I can run them parallel so that the, even though they're in the uh, in the same loop together, mm-hmm. um, uh, one doesn't go into the other. It doesn't mix them together. So it's uh... it sends separate signals. Uh, so it's like having the you know, instead of having them uh, you know one after the other. It has them like this and mm-hmm. comes out. Uh, so your signal flow goes into each one independently and then out of each one and then comes back together so that like uh, your reverb doesn't actually get processed by your delay that way. They just get mixed together as oh, they are. And I started doing that with my uh, uh, compressor and uh, and distortion overdrive pedals as well. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, so the, the tones and what happens in... Uh, uh, with the ability to run in parallel versus, uh, uh, you know, now I, you know, the compressor is functioning as a compressor, as a compressor, and it's 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 not affecting the um, the it's delay, but you're still getting oh, okay. the compression when you run it in in parallel. But it doesn't change the uh, I, I said delay, but I meant distortion. Um, uh, it doesn't change your distortion or overdrive quality. Mm-hmm. Unless you want it to, you know. So you have the option then of uh, of playing with lots of different sounds just by the way that you route things, you know? Yeah, that is very cool. And I'm not sure how you would route in parallel. I, I guess you could, you, like, a y, like a Y chord. You mean you know? like so, if you didn't have the switcher? Yeah. Uh, I guess you could come out of one and amps, have like right? a Y chord and go into two pedals and then g- take a Y chord back, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and that would be like a, uh, a, a way you could do that without a switcher. You know, uh, um, yeah, that's. But you basically you'd be you'd be splitting your signal. Oh, hey, the other thing is that's really cool is every cha- every loop has a buffer on it. So, because there's a lot of wire. Yeah. Um. By the time you get done doing a pedal like this, you know, with all the same sure, returns sure. for everything. So every every channel's got its own buffer, and you can adjust the uh, the buffer uh, level up to plus six dB. Um, and you can even reduce it or turn it off if you don't w- want to have a buffer on that channel. So oh, that's cool. Um, so there's an input buffer, an output buffer, and then every loop has its own buffer as well. And that's uh, that's basically to um, to add some amplification for signal loss uh, from uh, resistance and impedance in the in the cable length. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's very cool. Well, it sounds like you got yourself a winner there. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun yeah. you know um i think uh and creatively if if you get inspiration from pedals i do um i, I do it, too it, yes it, it, it opens up like you know so you take the pedals that you have and 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 opens up even more opportunities so it, you know it's just been really cool that you know that way for um creative sounds and you know coming up with with uh new ideas from from inspiration from the sounds that you're getting you know i think that's what's one of the greatest thing about pedals it's 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 kind of what they give you back in return and in inspiration i don't know if yeah, that makes I agree sense with that. But, no i totally do um yeah my my one thing about pedals is that uh you don't really know what they're going to sound like until you either buy them or borrow them or whatever oh yeah yeah <laughs> um that's why some people end up with like 120 pedals. You yeah, know. I can't. You know, you have to have a whole room for your shelves of pedals or, or you, I don't know what you do with them. You stick them away 
or you just leave them all out on the floor. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and it's hard to, you know, I mean, the best you can really do if you don't demo them yourself is to is to uh, listen to other players on YouTube or something, you know, and then, you know, they're really good players. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. They're going to make any pedal sound really good, you know. That's um, probably true. You know, so it's hard. But but uh, just knowing that someone's able to make a pedal sound good means that it's possible. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely one way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. I have a kind of, well, I don't want to say standard pedal board, but kind of like the standard way I, you know, somebody would do a pedal board, which is to just have my pedals on the board, you know, powered by one spot. And they're, you know, I switch them out when I want to. I have uh, basically my, you know, my current selection on the board. And then the rest of them are in basically tubs, you know, plastic oh, yeah. containers. Um, and I, where else would you put them? I don't know. I don't know what you yeah. do with extra, your extra pedals. <laughs> uh, you, sell them? <laughs> no. Unless you got a sentimental value, you know. Um, I did give a couple away. I did sell a couple. Um but yeah, some of them are sentimental, but um, I, I keep the ones that I like the tone of for sure. You know, I've got a uh, uh, a phaser that I, is one of the first pedals I ever bought. Why uh -huh. the first pedal I ever bought would be a phaser, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's a um, 1984 or 5 uh, Ibanez phaser. I can't remember okay. the model number of it. Anyway, so I can't get rid of that one. It stopped working. I actually spent more on getting it repaired than it is worth. Um, oh. but, uh, but I wanted to, um, you know, that's because that important, that pedal's important to me. So it had more value, uh, uh, to me than just it's monetary value. If you know what Got I mean? It. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't hugely expensive to fix it. The, uh, capacitors went bad mm. and took out, uh, some of the traces on the board with it. Oh. Um, when, and so it got a really, um, talented, uh, guy, uh, you know, electronics guy, uh, to mm -hmm. look at it. And he rebuilt the traces with me actually with wire. He soldered wires in and rebuilt traces that had, uh, burned up and oh, wow. uh, put new capacitors in it. And it started working just like it was brand new again. So, um, oh, that's cool. I'd never heard of that happening, but yeah, I guess it does with older pedals. Yeah. Yeah. I got but, a phaser. And an octave fuzz and I wish I had an octave. pedals. The uh, I do have a pedal though. It's the uh, it's the um, pitchfork. Um, okay. And who, who makes that? That's the um, can't think of their name right now. Anyway, it has an octave built into it, and it it is fun. That's pro there's so much enjoyment in that pedal because you can just get weird. Yeah, I like <laughs> you that. Know? And and I mean outside weird. You know, just uh, if you want to explore like like strange sounds and interesting like uh textures and things like that uh man that is a great pedal it's a lot i have so much fun with that pedal just um uh just turning it on and and you never know what's going to happen and it's uh <laughs> I, I have that hooked up to an expression pedal so you can like change um you know the modulation and things like that okay uh, yeah. th that are happening but yeah so it's, it's like this uh like an octave pedal on steroids it is so cool that's fun yeah, I have the Digitech Whammy pedal, which is uh, that one's fun too. You can do octaves, but you can also do chorus, detune, all kinds of weird and wacky stuff. With yeah, that that's kind of like this one. Yep, yep. Yeah, fun yeah. stuff. Yeah, I do have some fun ones. I need to play with them more. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, pedals are fun, man. You ever watch that pedal show? I think I have in the past, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I really like them. Those guys are so stoked up on pedals. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm afraid, I'm afraid to watch stuff like that now because I know it's going to make me want to buy things. Oh, yeah, maybe. I can't be buying <laughs> stuff. I did just buy a pedal recently, and I'm very happy with it. But mm-hmm. it's a rare purchase now to buy a new pedal. Yeah. Well, I just bought my last pedal. It completed my board. That's what uh, kind of brought on this topic. So I think yeah. the concept of buying your quote unquote last pedal is a funny one. It's like eating the last potato chip. I, I, I think that there will be a time in the future where you buy another last pedal. <laughs> hey, I, I, there may be, there may be, I don't know where I'll put it because my board is full. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they make other boards. I do have, if I rearrange a couple things, I could fit one more, one more pedal in there. Um, I was thinking maybe a, a gate. I don't have a gate and I was thinking I would like to gate. Um, yeah, I think a gate is a good one to have. Like a tuner so, and a gate are good, are good things to have. Cause there's a little bit of, uh, uh my, uh, my pickups, they're pretty quiet, clean, but, uh, they, they sure do seem to produce a lot of, uh, a lot of hum, mm-hmm. uh, w- uh, when introduced into an overdrive channel. So, yeah, yeah. Mine too. So, which is fine while you're playing, but when it's quiet, it's like really annoying. So, yeah, there's a couple of good ones out there. Dunlop makes a good one. Yeah. But yeah, the boss one's good. The mm-hmm. boss one's cool because you can have its own sub loop and so it's got center returns on it. Um, so it could just uh, go out to the like the, uh, the distortion and back in uh, to the gate and then out. So wherever your distortion would have gone in in the first place. Um, so it's kind of uh, configurable that way, which is nice. Yeah. Just some extra cables. Making cables sucks. And <laughs> by the time you get done making a lot of cables, like your fingers hurt really bad from twisting all, all everything together. Yeah. But it was all solderless. So at least, you know, that oh, was that's all right. nice. Yeah. Well, hey, it looks like we're about out of time. Yep. Well, thanks for sharing uh, your your adventures with your new pedal switcher. Yeah, it's really cool. I, if uh, um, you get a chance, uh, I would watch some, and you're interested in that kind of thing, uh, you know, check out some of uh, uh, some of their videos and stuff. Um, I just think it's really neat. So, um, and uh, thought it'd be fun to share. So. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing. All right. <laughs> Have a good rest of your weekend, man. All right, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, thanks for, everyone for listening, listening and watching. And. Uh, Have a great week. Peace. All right. Cheers, everyone. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Indie Music Podcast. Please like and subscribe, share with your friends, or just leave us a review on iTunes if you like what you've heard. Find our social links and episode guide at IndieMusicCast.com. Until next time, keep creating.